Good morning, world. You know who it is. It's the orchestrating hardhead coming to you live. <laughs> Dolby Digital. Always moving. Call me pivotal. Trying to get some on my mental. Okay, okay. It's about eight twenty. I'm sitting here with um, my morning meditations and reflections. And I would like to pour y'all a drink of what I've read this morning. Okay. <clears throat> this uh, excerpt comes from my book, Acts of Faith, Daily Meditations for People of Color. By Inyala Vizant. Okay. Lent. L-E-N-T equals let's eliminate negative thinking. Earl Nightingale. When you think negatively, you attract negativity. This is the awesome power of the mind. When you confront the world with negative thoughts, you will have experiences to confirm what you are thinking. Thought to experience, that is the process. It is not the other way around. What you believe people and the world are doing to you is actually a reflection of what your thoughts are drawing to you. If you want to free yourself from the harshness of the world, clear harsh thoughts from your mind. Clear anger with forgiveness. Confusion with orderly thinking. Clear restriction with an open mind. Violence with peace thoughts. Clear denial with acceptance. Let me say it again. Clear denial. Didn't even know I was lying. With acceptance. Hate with thoughts of love. When you clear what you do not want from the recesses of your mind, it will miraculously disappear from your life. I would think negativity out of my way. And this is 24 hours a day. Betty Hazelton, you know, for the AA Steppers, which I'm one of them. AA gave me my foundation. And in AA, I found my home. In AA, we often hear the slogan, easy does it. Alcoholics always do everything to excess. They drink too much. They worry too much. They have too many resentments. They hurt themselves physically and mentally by too much of everything. So when they come into AA, they have to learn to take it easy. None of us knows how much longer we have to live. It's probable that we wouldn't have lived very long if we had continued to drink the way we used to, by, stop, by stopping drinking. We have increased our chances of living for a while longer. Have I learned to take it easy? Meditation for the day. You must be before you can do. To accomplish much, be much in all cases. The doing must be the expression of the being. It is foolish to think that we can accomplish much in personal relationships without first preparing ourselves by being honest, pure, unselfish, and loving. We must choose the good and keep 
choosing it before we are ready to be used by God to accomplish anything worthwhile. We will not be given the opportunities until we are ready for them. Quiet times of communion with the higher power are good preparation for creative action. Prayer for the day. I pray that I may constantly prepare myself for better things to come. I pray that I may only have opportunities when I'm ready for them. Amen, amen. Because, you know, I used to struggle with my situation with my triplets and my kids and my the mother of my kids and how I felt that I was doing everything right. And I, 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 me, 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 me. I didn't factor in how much I've already hurt my children by my lack of absence or my family or anything like that. I didn't factor in none of that. So with that being said, I understood that no matter if I think I'm ready, if Allah don't feel like I'm ready, my children won't be in my life the way I think they should. Or he'll keep them from me because he know that I'm subject to bloop out and have some good intentions make a dumbass choice that take away my choice because I become a slave to a substance because I couldn't handle the stress of living and adulting so I use something else because I want to use something else because I'm just that damn sneaky I'm sneaky as fuck. And I want to get high. Or bloop the fuck out, you know. Cause drug-induced psychosis and schizophrenic episodes. Because you know you can't take psych meds and do dope. And it'll mix. One counsels out the other and hijacks your brain and rewires your synapses and your pleasure center. And next thing you know, eating, drinking, sleeping, and sexing, and it's all in a substance. If you don't have that, you don't have nothing. But uh, let's get back to another reading. I just took y'all on a little journey, you know. Whether you agree or you don't agree, that's what it was for me. And I'm not knocking you because you ain't got to see what I see. You know why? Because you're not me. But we all trying to get to the same destination. We all trying to beat this disease. You feel me? You feel me? Okay. Happiness is not a goal. It is a byproduct. 
Eleanor Roosevelt. <clears throat> and this is out of my Keep It Simple Daily Meditations for 12-Step Beginners and Renewal. And this is also a Hazleton Meditations. <laughs> Most of us want to be happy. We just don't know how. We aren't sure what happiness is. We've learned the hard way that some things we wanted didn't make us happy. We're learning that happiness comes when we live that way. Our Hello, hello. Good morning, my people. You know, it's the orchestrating hard here. And um, I didn't get a chance to get to you guys, you know, and finish yesterday, you know, adults and taking care of my responsibilities and doing other things that was recovery related. But um, I know I had an acronym for my meditation book that uh, spelled out Lent, as in L-E-N-T, let's eliminate negative thinking. You know, it's hard, like, you know, getting fresh out of rehab and trying to hit the ground running and trying to have all your stuff in order and everything, you know, popping and moving. I have to, you know, understand my acceptance has to be the highest apex in my life. It has to be the biggest thing in my life because I got to accept shit outside of myself because I can't control it. Now, even though I'm crossing my T's and dotting my I's, you know, I'm making sure my appointments is uh, scheduled. I'm uh, putting in applications. I'm doing follow-ups. Um, I'm doing the groundwork. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, maintaining contact with my sponsorship. I'm going to meetings to make sure I stay spiritually fit. I'm watching what I put in my um, eyes and my ears, you know, because I can't unsee things and we can't unhear things. Um, I'm not rotating in places that can put me in a negative frame of mind. But I also, you know, yesterday when I was at the Row House, Texas Row House, eating. With my girl, I was thinking like, damn, a lot of times I was in the house getting high, you know. I was in the house getting high, and I'm like, man, will I be triggered out? My negative thoughts went straight to that. You know, that's how, that's how you know, powerful my disease is. It made me try to create out to get away from this girl and away from this house so I can use it as an excuse because the house that I lived in, that I built, is triggering me out. Like, really? This is real shit. I'm telling you right now that I got high in my house. 70% of the time in that as I walk through my home, the bathroom, the bedroom, the bathroom downstairs, how many times I got high? 
I started spiking. I didn't start shooting up. You know, traces of residue, traces of blood. Like, shit, I'm cleaning up. Trying to figure out, like, damn, how did I turn into that person? But my negative thoughts while I'm eating at the row house is trying to find a way out of this situation. Not because I'm scared of commitment, but because my disease is trying to trick me and tell me that I can't be here because it's triggering me out. It could trigger me out. That's a bunch of bullshit. Because honestly, I'm a walking trigger myself. So I know this shit ain't really doing it. You know, that ain't really what it is. So I had to recognize how negative my thoughts was in my perspective. And I didn't take a negative attitude stance. It's just I'm thanking a lot for having discernment just to, that I can recognize that shit today, that I can understand who I am today. You know, I told y'all I was going to pour y'all a drink, man. And this is what it consists of, you know. I do my early ritual, get my stuff in me, you know. I cut on some anime and get zoned out, get into my, you know, myself. Then I come to y'all ready and prepared. The thing is... I am at a place now that even though all this stuff is set up, my selfish desires still speak to me and tell me that I want things at a certain time when I want them because I'm selfish, self-seeking, and self-centered. And the thing is, this is a character defect, and I'm going to always have these, but... I have to kill my flesh every day, like Paul, Apostle Paul in the Bible, you know. I have to kill my flesh because if I don't, my self-will will run right, and I'll be out here doing the most fucked around again, having somebody crying, having somebody worrying, or glad that I'm in jail because at least they know that I ain't out here motherfucking almost half dead or motherfucking... Having somebody spend their time and resources on me trying to put me back together again. That shit's bullshit. Man, motherfuckers, people is tired of doing that for us. Motherfuckers tired of accepting them phone calls from jail. They tired of motherfuckers sending in packages or dropping off $20 bills so you can have some cigarettes in rehab. Like, for real. Like, you know, that's I got to get my shit together. I don't know about you. But that shit is for suckers and for lames. And if you saying something different, I think something different. Then you must like your condition and you must like where you at and where you living at and how you living. Because I'm going to tell you, in that situation, in those situations, I don't. But I have to accept that I put myself hurt. So all that bitching and moaning, you know. 
Like I just was in rehab. You know, motherfuckers in group. Instead of worrying about the jewels that these people try and give us, y'all trying to protest and be motherfucking freedom fighters in group. When all that shit's irrelevant. You call them people. They didn't call you for help. You call because you want to come in there. So when you come into a place, you sign the rules and you uh, agreeing to abide by the rules and the principalities that's in place to keep us structured because our lives was unmanageable. So you come to these people to help you manage your life. But you want a buck. Huh. Self will run right. Then you hear it. That ain't what's up, man. And today, I'm trying to keep from letting my negative thoughts overcome me because I know that God is with me. My higher power is with me. And regardless of how it go down and how it shake, I'm still here. So I know he's going to bless me. You know what I mean? And I try to let my negative thoughts about having responsibility overcome me because... I want a motherfucking nine to five clock in and out job while I'm going to school because I don't want no extra pressure. My thoughts is I'm going to fail. My negative thoughts is I ain't going to make it in my schoolwork. I'm procrastinating now. I should be doing some schoolwork now for real. But I'm self-willed and I'm motherfucking procrastinating on getting on blackboard because I think that I work well under pressure. I put myself under pressure, unnecessary pressure. This is how goofy I am. I'm sitting here telling you about this, and this is a show that I'm not perfect. I still got shit I got to work on. Even the shit that I care about that's important to me, I still slip on. But you know what? My negative thoughts yesterday was, I'm going to blame recovery works because I'm supposed to have been out earlier. I, 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 I had uh, three false positive tests. For fentanyl, and then they set my shit off to show that I was clean, and then but I got pushed back a week, so I could have been more prepared. I could have had my books already. I'm still trying to get my books, and I'm trying to make excuses why I ain't you know finished no work because I ain't got no book. But that's bullshit because I done done it before without no book and got an A plus. Because I know how to use this motherfucking thing that's on my shoulders that rotates on this axis. You feel me? So with that being said. I have to eliminate these negative thoughts and thank the creator for discernment. Thank him for continuing to be there for me, for continuing to open my eyes for not giving up on me. I thank my girl for not giving up on me. You know, my family, my friends. Hey, man, I got a dude, man, named Nathan Hines. Man, dude is 100. He's 1,000. He's a brother to me. That dude to give me anything I ever wanted and needed. All I had to do was ask. What'd he say? Stay clean, bro. And I give you the world. I'll show you the world. You know what? I believe him because that's the type of guy he is. Because he ain't never, you know, faked the funk with me. I was any different. He's the type of guy when he gets something, he has blessing. God bless him with much. He shares much. You know what I mean? See, that's the type of mom. He's a winner. That's who I'm trying to be around. I got friends that's winners, but I was out here playing around, fucking fucking my veins up and getting out here all crazy and all a mess. For what? When I got friends that's winners, but I'm I'm out here fucking off. I can't be around. Them bums don't hang out with winners. I was on some bum shit. 
yeah, I had some money. I'm going to always keep some paper. But I was on some bum shit. You know what I mean? Like, they don't, why would I want to put them around there? And why would they want to be around there? Motherfuckers overcome this disease. They've recovered. You feel me? They ain't doing shit like that. They ain't into like that. They ain't running businesses and flipping houses and being successful. I got friends that's like this. I'm in the mix with people that's rubbing. I rub elbows with motherfuckers whose bosses, like, you know, and I'm out here getting high. Like, where they do it at? But you know what? I thank God that they see the realness in me and the potential in me, that these handful of individuals, man, these enlightened souls, these, you know, these beautiful humans are there. They there. They still there. I can call on them. They, they, they hit me up. They check on me. They still learn, man. I just want to be a fraction of what they have been to me. I just, I just want to be a fraction of that to them. If I can just be a fraction, let me rephrase that. I want to be more, but if I can just be a fraction, man, I, that's a blessing because I can't really explain. I begin to explain how hard they held me, you know. And that's just where I'm at with it today. And, you know. I'm not going to bend y'all ear off too much. And I'm just going to let y'all know a preview of the next episode. I'm going to give y'all a little bit of my story, you know. I'm going to try not to focus on so much the pain because I ain't got nothing but pain in my story. But I'm going to try to give you some of what it's like when I had sobriety and how beautiful it is and how much my higher power loves me. He loves me regardless, but how much he blesses me when I'm doing his will. And I'm going to leave y'all with that because y'all know y'all can read between the lines and what's understood does not need to be explained. You hear me? I love y'all. And I'm out.